This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. And we trust God that the days ahead shall be glorious in Jesus' name. It's so nice to be in fellowship with the people of God, and I pray that as I was praying this morning, the Lord led me specifically to pray concerning this current issue of this um, pandemic. I've not prayed about it. I do pray about it, but not to the extent that I prayed about it today. So I believe God is about to do something, not based on the vaccines, but based on his mighty hand. Uh, some other countries, we are making progress in the United Kingdom. He did ask me to pray for the world. He nudged me to pray for this nation. There are some other countries of the world, um, you know, it's very heart-wrenching. The, the news that I had yesterday, uh, U.S. has vaccinated maybe about the same percentage, a little bit more. I can't remember the percentage, but they are moving very fast. 80 million fully vaccinated. We've not even come close to that. And the thing seems not to be touching it at all. You see how another surge and all the rest of it. I didn't remember that when the Lord asked me to pray. So UK told me about. So this progression will never go back again. In the name of Jesus. Uh, we've not stood since the early days to pray or to mention this to you in this manner. So let's just believe God. God is doing a new thing indeed. And his name will be glorified in your life. The month of April, the Lord has given us a Bible passage. Um, the third epistle of John, uh, the apostle to, they call it epistle general, but he wrote, wrote it specifically to a person. And I think the original Greek called it uh, Iono Gamma, because that's why it is number three. But leave all that just to be faithful to the original here. And it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Amen. Yes, our default Bible is usually the NKJV, but I should have told you that this is the King James Version, one of those very rare occasions when we default to it. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Easily lost in this verse, that is our verse for the month, is the fact that it was a man writing to a man here under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. John the Apostle was writing to a man called Gaius, and this was his opening gambit for him. Sorry, his opening verse for him. Gambit is kind of more a chest. It's the opening verse for him. It's opening statement to him. He said to Gaius, my beloved. And he then went on, he said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. So we will not even go into that aspect of what he meant or what he said. We will just a little bit today start off the month by homing in on why a man will decide to say, I wish you prosper. And I, I, I don't know why I settled on that. I believe the Holy Spirit knows why. And so this man looked at another man and said, my desire 
My prayer, my wish for you is that you will prosper. I stand here today in the name that's above all names. And I declare the same thing to you. My desire, my wish, my heart cry, and my prayer for you is that you will prosper. Did you hear me clearly? I said my heart cry, my desire. And you will know the reason why I'm doing that right now. Is that you will prosper. You will prosper. Because in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 24. He said the desire of the righteous shall be granted. And whenever a person makes a proclamation like this. You are recorded in the heavenly palaces as the righteous. And your word must prosper. The word that goes out of your mouth must come to pass. In a world that is full of hustling and hatred and hurt, those of us that you still remember our mission statement, we believe that God has called us as a local church to do what? To care for those that are, to care for one another. And yes, and to reach out with the love of God to a world that is hurting and insecure. And to prepare for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's our mission statement as a local church. In a world that is hurting and is a hurting that hurts others. Many things must have been thrown at you. That will naturally not allow such a word to proceed from your mouth. But that will change today. Because there's a purpose for that. Hallelujah. That good hurt that Apostle John had. That amongst all the disciples... He was the only one that escaped, not because of anything special. Maybe God wants to make a statement to us. He was about the one that was tortured most, but the only one that escaped dying in the hand of man as it were. Nobody dies in the hand of man. If you're a child of God, God takes you. But when they pour hot oil on him, the man did not die. They had to banish him to an island and receive for us their revelation. We call him the apostle of love. Because this man was so soaked and there are so many things that will not allow you and I to be in the place that God wants us to be like this man. And so he may be telling us about divine prosperity this month, but the Lord wants to move us to the highest level of prosperity, to prosper in the spirit. To prosper in the internal workings of our heart. And so today I just quickly want to tell you three quick things concerning this issue of I wish that you prosper. Amen. Number one, our thoughts, wishes, and desires determine our end. Our thoughts, our wishes, and desires, they determine our end. And why we know this to be largely true when about confessing good things about yourself, and that's not what I will talk about today. Oh, your thoughts about yourself is important. Your wishes for yourself, we do that very well. The prayer for myself, we do that you, for yourself, you do that very well. But the Lord is now nudging us and saying that actually the outworking of your own desire for yourself is in your desire for other people. That may be a little bit not so commonly said. Because it is good to wish yourself well, it is better to wish others well. You may wrestle with that a little bit, but soon you will recognize that. I believe with all my heart, most of all the progress that I've made in life have been born out of my heart's desire for other people, unalloyed, uncontaminated. And so, so, so is true of you. If you will take time to look back, some of the things the Lord has done in your life, they are not even things that you have thought for us. They are not things you work for. But God bad something in your heart, you desire to see good in others, and God make it happen for you. So first of all, brethren, 
Soak that in today. Hallelujah. That you will propose in your heart to make good wishes in your heart. To think of good thoughts. Come up with good wishes and desire good things for others in the name of Jesus. Let each of you look not only for his own interest. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4. But also for the interest of others. Amen. Let each of you look not only for his own interest, but for the interest of others. That is, in fact, when we were worshiping, I said, Lord, where does that? Because he said, this is how I do in my battle. I said, where does this fit in, oh God? Because we know when we worship and praise God, things happen. And God, I believe, is nudging to my heart and say, well, when you praise me, because the Bible says we bless the Lord, isn't it? We are speaking good concerning heavens and the most fertile of all ground that you can speak to that will return back unto you reward is heaven, isn't it? I can give people, that's why people that don't give unto God, unto his word. Forget human beings that are intermediaries. Forget fountain of love as his name. When you put your offering down, I mentioned that to you before. When I travel, the only th- because I don't see any line at all between churches. I've been to Canada to minister. I've been to America. I've been to places to minister. The offering I give here, that's what I give there. Even in Nigeria, I calculate it. Because I'm not giving to the local church. <laughs> I have gone beyond that. With a Thanksgiving Sunday, the certain amount that I give, normally above my offering, if he meets me there, that is what they get. Because I'm giving to God. So when you sow unto God, I'm not talking about offering today. Leave that one. We're doing well. We can do better. Hallelujah. Not talking about tithes today. That's not my topic. But what I'm telling you is that this principle of speaking right into the right places, we always bring good reports back to you. It never fails. And then God says that, well, that's what you do. Actually, when you speak to the heavens, when you say, Lord, we bless you. You can bless God. You're not that that now. But when we speak good about heavens, when we wish and say, God, let your kingdom. That's what, what was the first part of the Lord's prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What's the next one? What are you wishing is kingdom? Prosperity. That's the beginning. So we must change if we will see the kind of things the Lord wants us to see. If we want to step into the things the Lord wants us to see, and we shall step into them in the name of Jesus Christ. And the apostle also in the same Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 and 21. Just follow me closely. We'll get there in a moment. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. That was Apostle Paul writing unto the Philippian church, the Macedonian church as it were. And he was telling them about the report about a guy called Timothy. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. Ah, my brothers and sisters, just leave the rest to God. Care for others. Trust me. Amen? I said what? Trust me. Because the word of God, he said, for all seek their own, not the things which are of Jesus Christ. We shall not be in that category. We will have the good sense to seek the well-being of others. Thoughts and wishes are seeds. I mentioned that to you, and they bear fruit. In Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 19, oh, air, hear, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity on these people. The fruit of their thoughts. The fruit of their thoughts. You know, that's not our portion. Galatians 6, verses 16 to 9, you know, uh, verses 6 to 9. He started that God is no mocked. Whatever a man swear that he shall reap. And then he went to us and, you know, encouraging us that we should sow good thoughts about other people. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. 
Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake it together and running over. When you give, sometimes it's not usually the person you give to that gives back to you. That is the calculation of God. The calculation of God is that others, God, will raise them to meet our needs. Hallelujah. Good thoughts towards others is an insurance against bad occurrences in your life. They may wish you evil, but it will come to nothing. I said they may wish you evil, but it will come to nothing. It's the best insurance. Uh, Jesus mentioned it, Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. You know that very well. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. But I say to you, love your enemies. Do what does he say you should do to your enemies? Uh, I know it's difficult to say. What did he say you should do to your enemies? Eh? <laughs> what did he say you should do to your enemies? Bless those who curse you. Uh, I know. I could probably hear some groaning here. I know. Do good to those who, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Only somebody that has something up his sleeve will ask you to do that one. Because he knows, as he says in Romans chapter 12, verses 17 to 21, he has something mapped out for you. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all people. It is possible, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live what? Peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Hallelujah. But rather, give place to wrath. That is, whose wrath? Is he talking about, do you know? Eh? We are correct. Say it boldly. Give place for God's wrath. You know what that means? Step aside now. How much vengeance can you have? Even if you have too much vengeance, police will carry you. Don't be silly. That's what the Lord is saying. Step aside. Let the one who will do it and will clean. No, nothing. No traces. Nothing whatsoever. Not that you are wishing that, but God says that you just keep to do because if he sees that your heart is not right, he may not be able to act the way he wants to act. So as soon as somebody is pressing you, you are pressing you, you keep praying for them, keep praying for them. God smiles in heaven. What you are simply is that you are stepping aside. For what? For who? For those to do what he would do. In the wrath may be to change them, which is good, as he changed Saul of Tarsus. The good might be that he will make some of them to bust in the middle, and as he did to Herod, he chooses what he goes to do. It's none of your business. We don't answer for God. Hallelujah. For it is written. What is written? Vengeance is mine. I will. I will. Ah, God pays with interest. Ah, he pays with interest. He pays. What are you talking about? He pays good with interest. Concerning the family line of Abraham, our father, he was rich. By the time he got to Isaac, the boy just blows up. In the face of persecution, he was just doing well. By the time he got to Jacob, he got 10 times the persecution of Isaac, his father. After Isaac, he just got it in Gerah. By the time, from the day that boy Jacob was born, he's been trouble and trouble. He's even his own blood uncle. Prosecuted him, cheated him. When he will blow, the Bible says he was exceedingly wealthy. God, look, from your generation to generation, it shall get better. Amen. You are not hearing me. I say it shall get better. Amen. And you know, as I'm wishing you this one, what am I doing? <laughs> you are getting this now. So that is why 
Somebody was, you know, sometime said, Pastor, God has your back. I said, he said, God has your back. Pastor didn't say more than that. Oh, things might want to shake a little bit like that. But as long as you dedicate your life to genuinely wish others well, evil cannot end your house. It doesn't work like that. Are you hearing me? It doesn't work. If you wake up every day and you look into somebody's direction and say, the Lord will bless your life. It goes back to you. Comes back to you with interest. And I believe, as we've been led today, a cluster of excellence this place is. I want from now on blessings to be going from one corner to the other amongst you. Are you hearing me? Is the Lord bring somebody's picture to your eyes? Just bless the person. It might be the person that says, ah, why she, did she talk to me like that? God did not bring that so that you can be money. He blessed her and said, Lord, bless her heart. You know, she's probably having a bad time. Trust me. You will see how this place will be transformed. And it will be beyond any human expectation. Hallelujah. We shall move forward in his holy name. Uh, you know that our thoughts eventually will drive our actions. You cannot keep thinking ill of someone and think that it will not show. And those that are thinking ill of you, if they think it will not show, they are joking. It's for you to why? Oh, the mask will always sleep. They will just say a word that you say, Really? Oh, you will hear that somewhere when they were talking about you, they were the cheerleaders. Really? I thought you were my best friend. The mask will sleep. But one thing is sure. If you keep to what the Lord asked me to tell you today, God will expose their secret. And will protect you. It took me a long time. Daddy Gio said one major mistake he made when he first started ministry was that he trusted people too much. I said, Daddy, ask me, sir. Ask me. Until God started opening. I mean, sometimes when we are celebrating progress that we have made in the church, I will know people, supposedly, within many years back, you won't know that. Don't even try to think. People are supposed to be holding my hand, working together, holding their hand, advancing the kingdom that the Lord has called us to in this locality. When we announce something good is happening amongst you, will see their face contorted. Abba, I thought you would smile. I thought when other people are clapping and say, hallelujah, God has done it. Then God started teaching me to know how to peep into somebody's heart. Because the mask will sleep. And when the mask sleeps, I'm not going to curse you. No, 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 no. Because some of you are asking the question. If it's a Wednesday, I have this kind of teaching, yeah, 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 yeah. It's about 40 minutes question. So that's why the Lord said do it on Sunday. After I don't ask question. So I've drawn peace on you. God will answer the question for you. But in his mercy, what he does is that he asks me to answer some questions you are not asking. So how do I protect myself? You will say that, aren't you? You don't going to fire all that arrow at me. I will come back to that later. All God will ask you to do, as the Lord your master, as he did, he found his way around it. Amen? Don't lean on people. Bless them. When you bless the people, does not mean you pack to their house now. You can bless them from a distance. <laughs> And I'm not saying it with tongue in cheek at all. I meant it. Bless them genuinely. After all, my Lord, John chapter 2, is that not verse 25? John chapter 2. He said, and Jesus 
that anyone should testify of him, for he knew what was in man. Verse 24 and 25. 24, please, before that. But Jesus did not commit himself to them. Give me the New Living Translation, please. You're doing very well there. But Jesus, but Jesus didn't trust them <laughs> because he knew all people. You can bless people. You don't need to trust them. So is that settled that area for you? You will listen to the rest of the sermon now. Hallelujah. As many as are working against you, their mass will slip. And God will protect you. Point number two. What's our point number one? Our thoughts, wishes, and our end shall be good. Uh, it will be good because we will think good of others. Number two, your good thoughts, wishes, and desires will be tested. Your good thoughts, wishes, and desires will be. And I wrote something. I said, please do not give permission to anybody to hurt you twice. Hmm? You know what I mean by that? Do not give permission to anybody to hurt you twice. That is, if they are hurting you, do not, them let, do not allow them to put you in a position in which you yourself you become an offender. Because by the time you start concocting evil desires in your heart, because anyone that hates his brother, the Bible calls him a murderer. You've read that in your Bible. So don't be classed as a murderer because God will judge them as well. So for my sake, not for yours, I've not grown to the level in which you be completely for your sake. But at least I'm starting at it for my own sake. The same thing with forgiveness, isn't it? I will not have evil thoughts towards you. I will get there one day and we genuinely know. I see genuine, but at least I'll make sure that at least I'm expecting my own return. So be aware of that, that people will test it. Amen. You are doing good unto them, they are doing bad unto you. First Peter chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. That's where I first said, He said, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's affairs. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. Who, when he was revived, Jesus was talking to in chapter 2, verse 23 of the same first Peter. Chapter 2, verse 23 of first Peter. When Jesus was revived, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not throw but committed himself to him who judges righteously. I've seen some men of God threaten. Please don't threaten. If you know he's defending you, I've, listen, I've been under some ministration. You could hear threat. Don't threaten people. Ah, have I been threatened? Yes. Have my life been put on the line in this same city? You will not know about it, but God defended me. I wish I could see them then and say, ah, Sir, God sent you. Don't worry. Nobody posted something, you know, all this. Okay, we watch my word. I was going to say, may God allow them to suspend oneself for a little while. It's good sometimes, but sometimes, oh, man. When somebody said, this one was good that he sent. He just, you know, there's this pastor. I didn't know he personally. It's not a popular one, you know. Maybe some of you have seen it. And was railing about, you know, giving in church. That uh, prayer, prayer curses from the... If God sent you, he will keep you. If God sent you, he will defend you now. He said, nobody goes to war in his, own, in his own account. You think a single soldier in the U.S. Army will be held captive somewhere. They will not move everything to go and rescue him. Frigates will be straight on the waters. Bombers, B-50, B-52, whatever they call them, they will all start flying just to save one. 
And in the midst of it, their planes can crash. It won't crash in Jesus' name. I pray for them because I wish everybody well. But whatever, whoever God sends to you, can they crash? Even when Gabriel was bringing something unto Daniel, and there was a bit of altercation on the way, what did heaven do? Send reinforcement. He said, Michael. He said, yes, father. He said, go. And destroy the prince of Persia that was hindering. The package still reached the man. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So when you are tested, remember these things I'm telling you. Are you hearing me clearly? God will never leave his own. It will be tested. But by the special grace and mercy of God, you will be above. A man that I know his future was tested on this issue of people rewarding evil, rewarding good with evil, was David. Ah, David, the man saw a lot. You know, after Joseph, I think I love David. In fact, maybe I started loving David more for the extra bonus of being a musician, you know, and he's a worshiper. But, you know, the, the favor that Joseph enjoyed is, is unparalleled. You know that. God was incredible, incredible. But his destiny was tested. On this same point of how he reacted to people acting badly towards him. You remember Saul now, didn't you? With everything that this boy did, save your neck, Mr. King. Will have carried all of us away and I put my life on the line. You are putting some useless coat on me. If, why didn't you wear the coat and go and fight? Everything was wrong with Saul. And this boy delivered you. And then all you could do was to be jealous of him. What is the matter, old man? What's the matter? On top of that, God has made it possible that there's an inroad into your family through this boy. The boy took you as a father because immediately Jonathan connected with him. He became an adopted son of Joseph of Saul. You know that. And yet he tried him and tried him. But he refused to harbor any evil against him. Up to the extent that the man knew that because you have passed the test in 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 16 first, and then we read verse 20 because it's a long passage. I want to read the scripture to you so that I can speak directly to you. So it was when David had finished speaking these words to Saul. You remember the story when he caught the head of his coat, isn't it? Okay, if you read the Bible, you'll be able to follow. If you not, please go back and read chapter 24. Telling you all the story will not spoil you to read the story. But you should be able to follow. I'll make, you'll make some sense here. So it was when David had finished speaking these words to Saul that Saul said, Is this your voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept and said a few other things until he go to verse 20. And in verse 20 he said, And now I know indeed that you shall surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your heart. You have passed the test. You had every opportunity to kill me and reward me with hatred. You have passed. Look, you are bigger than me. You have been elevated above me. It's over, son. Paul Saul was telling him, he said, it's over. I cannot go beyond this one. This is the end of the road for me. Start preparing. Oh, don't trust him because do you know the man still went after him? <laughs> he told So that's why I'm telling you that you can bless, but you don't need to trust. He was not foolish enough. He didn't then say, thank you, daddy. I'm coming home today. Where can we meet? The boy still stayed in the wilderness. He's still going from crave to crave. But you said that, uh, in fact, the man even promises, I will never chase you again. But the demon in a person will always come up again. 
Don't make yourself susceptible. Are you hearing me? So hear me clearly. But never abhor anything. If I want God will give you, because we're going to pray that prayer very soon. God will give you such a heart. Give me a little bit of a time. We may exceed our time a little bit today. Is this important to you? Are you, are you receiving a key today? And are you being encouraged to pursue that key? To, to pursue your journey and use that key for, for the door the Lord has set before you. Hallelujah. I got multiple examples for this guy. Nabal was another one that tried the power, you know, King David, young man David at that time. He tried him. You know the story, chapter 25. In fact, those stories, they were just back to back. Chapter 25 of the same first Samuel. You know, he was taking care of his sheep in the, thing, in the, in the wilderness. And then, anyway, if you remember the story, he then said, send some stuff to us. You know, because that's, they depend on them. You know, you are farmers. We are nomadic. We don't even have farms. I don't even think they have livestock. They were just, you know, um, I don't know the best way to, are they refugees or whatever? But they were just roaming around, you know, living rough. Eh? Normals, yeah. Eh? So they were just going around trying to, you know, hike. So he said, send something to us. And he addressed him very nicely. You want to read that 25 too. He said, your son, David, he said, I need, has a need of something. Please send it to me and all the rest of that. Mm. And the man rubbished him. And he touched on his soft saw. You remember, I've, I think I've shared that with you. Because I said, every one of us, there is, a, there, is a, there is a sore spot in our lives that you don't want people to get to. Because those areas, they are not like, they are ideal like that. You are, the devil makes you to doubt yourself. Were my actions right? Were my actions wrong? And that's why it becomes very painful. He then told this young man, he sent the messengers back to him. He said, he said, who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? So there are some of these young men in this day that they rise up against their masters. He said, what I walk with my hand for? To give him, to go and give unto them? He sent them back. Immediately they told David that, they thought of, was I doing too much against Saul? Did I really rise up against this man? Came up. And so the man, he was infuriated. He said, I'm going to kill you today. Eventually, God erased the woman in those days. God blessed them. You know, raised the wife of the man to stop Saul, um, David from doing the wrong thing. And I think in verse 32 and 33, let's read that one. Then David said to, that is 25, 32 and 33. Then David said to Abigail, blessed is the Lord God of Israel who sent you this day to meet me. Verse 33, quickly. And blessed is your advice and blessed are you. Can you see words of blessing coming out now? Because you have kept me. That woman ate out of it. You know where he ate out of it now? Ah, uh, it's okay. Jesus is Lord. Because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. He kept me from bloodshed. Despite that, do you know that the Bible said that if David had added this unto the bloodshed, he probably will have suffered many losses because later on he was told, I think, let me get the reference, First Chronicles chapter 22, 7 and 8, First Chronicles 7 and 8, just to tell you that every little thing add up. What does it say there? First Chronicles chapter 22, 7 and 8. And David said to Solomon, my son, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house to the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, you have shed much blood. Imagine adding neighbors one to it. And I've made great wars. Imagine adding Saul's blood to it. And you shall not build a house for my name. 
Daddy Gio, you know where he shares this? He said, he will share it with pain because he's a giver. He wants to use all, he says one of the most painful things. You say you want to give something to God and God say, keep it. You know, people that know God, that's the way they, they think. Some of us, when you say, hey, hey sir, pastor, sir, I say, what is it, my brother? What is it, son? Uh, what is it, my son? What is it, daughter? And the Lord asked me uh, to give this X thousands of pounds to the church. Ah, I said, don't worry, keep it. Ah, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you see? You don't have understanding. You don't have understanding. So the thing was petty David until the last day. What was it? But it's your war I was fighting. God said that's not the way it works. Because fighters are not builders. That's what somebody says if you go to a church in which Sunday, Wednesday, Friday prayer meeting is all spiritual battle. You won't build much. Is that something wrong with it if that's what God calls you to do? Fighters are not builders. If you spend all your time, we pull down, we destroy, fire, Holy Ghost. We do fire, Holy Ghost, don't we? But if that's all you do, witches will be coming because we'll be helping those of us to kill them. We will be building. Converse will be coming. But for the witches, you'll be witches specialists. Fine, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And the witches that stray in here, our worship will kill them. Our praise will kill them. The love of God in our hearts will make it uncomfortable for them to stay. Somehow, then we just say, this place is too clean. Mention to you people, there are some people that can't stay in an orderly place. You know that? They can't walk in a place where everything is good. Say, ah, you don't fight here? You don't gossip? Ah, what type of place is this? There are people like that. But as we bless people, as we desire what is good, you find out that what does not belong, we find this level. Let me just round up this section. The final section is not much. I haven't said all this. Got a few other Bible verses, but just leave that out. I haven't said all this. Listen carefully. There are times when it could be very hard. Amen? And when you are praised very hard. You agree with me? When you say, ah, ah, Lord, what is it? You know what I've done for this person. You know how I've sacrificed. You know all my labors. Remember, first of all, what we said concerning the apostle that said, my desire is that you be blessed. But also remember there are some little prayers you can pray. Psalm 61, verses 1 and 2. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than high. There will be moments when it will be tough. Hear my cry, O God. Tend unto my prayers. From the ends of the earth, will I cry unto thee. And when my heart is so overwhelmed, please lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, and when my heart is overwhelmed, 
Please lead me to the rock that is higher Oh, yes. Within the family circles, it will defend you. You will not be ashamed. And they won't triumph over you. And finally, our thoughts, wishes, and desires, they are visible to God. That's an easy one. They are visible. Oh. Where you are thinking about, he sees it. Just let him help you. Is that okay? Uh, and the thoughts and wishes of other people, they are visible to him as well. Leave them in his hand. He sees what you don't see. So don't be paranoid. Don't start looking for people. Anyone that wants to harm you, God will open it to you. Don't be paranoid. Just, just give it. It's a, it's a good life to live. Wake up every day. Somebody is watching you. Can you imagine? You know, there was a time, you know, series after series that the GO was, you know, mentioning that your excellency, you know, because a lot of those people, they just come. And I think that must have been a bit of a poke in the eye for all those government officials. Now, the setup, if you don't know, the setup in Nigeria is that because of the influence of the Reaping Search of God, uh, specifically of the general overseer, uh, a lot of politicians, from the presidents to the governors to everybody, they flock around him. Sure, the I just look at them from a distance. Okay. So they will sit on the altar, you know, on the, you know, we may sleep for them. We are, they are government officials. We are part of the state. Take a seat there, front row there. That was the time I was doing a series. You know where I'm going in a minute. And, you know, and he was saying, look, because we are children of God, we are his ambassadors and we are excellencies. And so sometimes they say, your excellencies. So we greet each other the excellencies. I'm sure all those politicians there, they think it's the exclusive right to be called excellency. They say, ah, you are rubbish in this thing. Now. We are all there. We are members of the kingdom of God. We are excellence. So your excellency. Okay. But where I'm going with that is that, do you know that all those government officials, and police, especially mainly where the places where they do it most is definitely most states in Africa, most nations in Africa, and definitely United States. Not so much here. They are more coy about it. When they are traveling, you know the person that is in charge does not watch himself. Have you noticed that? In fact, they are the ones stopping him. He, he goes around shaking hands with everybody, but at about 10 of all those or more, it's the U.S., you know, some of them, dark glasses looking like that, one looking, all the 32 compass corners, they were looking, and while you are shaking, the man is free. Walk free like that. Angels are the ones that are watching in every compass direction, 64 compass direction. Just walk. Shake hands. What do you say? Shake hands. And if anybody, we have been trained so much that if anybody will shoot, we first saw that in Reagan. When anybody wants to shoot, they are trained to put their chest in it. Father, please, I'm not applying for that job. The rest of my service here, let me send the pastor in here. If you ask me, I've done, but they pay them well, but Lord help them. Yeah, they stand in front. And so it is that angels, they they intercalate themselves between danger and you. That's why the Bible says that God is my shield and my buckler. So if, if it's that, then why are you wasting your time not sleeping at night? Are you wasting your time that somebody is after you? God knows the hearts of people. He knows your thoughts. Just throw yourself into his hand and he will keep you safe. Hallelujah. Jump on your feet. Let us pray. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Hallelujah. I hope the time is well spent. Amen. I try to compress it, but it's so important because it's very foundational. Amen. And that's why we are called Fountain of Love. You will see things happening now more than ever before. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. 
Oh, I've been waiting for a blessing. Don't, don't worry yourself. Pray for neighbor. And come and see whether my father will not answer you. Not for my sake, but for the sake of his son. Oh, God, I've waited. And I know that blessing comes to somebody, you know, similar to the one you are seeking for. And you say, ah, awareness. I know we will say that. Why not? We have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of infirmity. He was here. He knows how it feels. He knows how he was rejected and all the rest of that. But he taught us that if you ask for grace from me as I survive here, you will survive. Not only survive, you will thrive. You will thrive. Hallelujah. So all this is predicated on the fact that you are a child of God. You've given your heart to him at a stage in your life. Or you are feeling that as the, as, as the children of God are blessed, are we actually excellencies? Do we have angels watching over us? Do we have the Holy Spirit, you know, constantly directing? Or you take care of that? You stop that one? You do that? Yes, it is. So it's a good time for you to just pray your own prayer and say, Lord, I yield my heart unto you. And whether you are, if you are listening to us, you know, on any of our, you know, platforms, maybe the YouTube or Facebook and Instagram, or you connected to us from our website page, you know, just, just type something there and I will personally get in touch with you to pray for you and hold you up and say yes I've not given my life to Christ as you have said pastor and that message will get back to me and I will pray for you but today just, just, just in your own word whichever you say Jesus I give my heart to you um, all these benefits that is in you that I mean really I can live without hatred really people can press me so I, yes it's the grace of God and many of us have enjoyed it and we are still going to enjoy it much in the name of Jesus Christ Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Say, Father, above all, above all, above all, let your thoughts for me come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, above all, let your thoughts for me come to pass in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know my thoughts unto you, they are thoughts of peace. I hope you are praying and praying fervently. Lord, you have good thoughts for me. You have good plans for me. Let your thoughts for me, let your plans for me come to pass in the name of Jesus. Arise, O Lord, on my behalf and help me. In Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed. He said, every evil thought and intentions against me shall come to nothing. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voices and pray. Every evil thoughts and intentions against me shall come to nothing, shall come to nothing. Every evil thoughts and intentions. Oh, I don't have evil thoughts and intentions against me. You may not know. Just pray the prayer, my brother. Just pray the prayer, my sister. Every evil thoughts and intentions against me shall come to nothing, shall come to nothing. All those that are plotting against me, Lord, frustrate them. The Bible says the one that frustrated talking of the liar, he made divine smile. Scatter everyone that have gathered and propose in their hearts that they will trouble me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. He said, Father, strengthen me and make me immovable in the face of evil attack. In the name of Jesus, strengthen me and make me immovable. Strengthen me and make me immovable. Immovable, immovable. Let me be unshakable, O oh God. In the face of the attacks of the enemy, whoever it was, evil for evil, evil will not depart from his arms. Proverbs 17, verse 13. Evil shall not, that is the word of the Lord. As for me, I know there is a verse of Bible that is going to take care of me. Avenge not yourself. Let the Lord give room to wrath. Let God do what he wants to do, Lord. I 
purpose in my heart today to let you do what you want to do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Say, Father, purge my heart of any evil intent or thought in the name of Jesus. Father, purge my heart of any evil intent, even though I've been wronged, even though I've been heart done by, but irrespective of God, purge my heart of every evil intent and thought in the name of Jesus. Let me not, O God, be made to offend you again through my thoughts. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally, say, in the name of Jesus, my wish and desire for others shall be that they may prosper in the name of Jesus. I stand today and I say, Lord, I pledge my wish and my desire for those around me is that they may prosper because that is your word to me. That is your word to me. That is your word to me. Do it, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, we thank you. The beginning and the end, we magnify you. The Lord who never changes, we thank you. Today, Lord, we present ourselves unto you. And as we have called upon your name, that whatever comes our way, we shall not be overwhelmed. We shall not be ashamed. We shall rise with the wings of eagles. And the heart of Christ shall be fully expressed through us in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we thank you, Father. And as we are proposing, God, as a local, as a local church, as a group of, of as, a, as a Christian community, that we will continue to speak good to one another. Lord, let there be an explosion of your blessing in our midst in the name of Jesus. This month of divine prosperity, Lord, do mighty things. The joy that comes with a heart that is pure, give every one of us, O oh God. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.